Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. Apart from like smatterings of like modern love and divine union, a lot of what we've spoken about in terms mm-hmm. of relationships mm-hmm. are how fucking toxic they are. <laughs> how love is toxic and how everything, you know, it's sacrifice, it's compromise disguised as sacrifice, it's fantasy disguised as sacrifice, it's not good enough disguised as sacrifice. It's all toxic and shitty, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we've been hardwired, hardwired for, yes. right? It's in the books we read, it's in the movies we watch, it's in the stories we tell each other, it's in the stories we tell ourselves, it's it's everywhere. Yeah. And even it's when you in our everyday interactions. Everything. Mm-hmm. So even though I, I can come from a from a more higher consciousness plus or whatever space, I still consume toxic love. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of it, but I still consume it and I still pick up the nice parts from it. I enjoy it. I'm not gonna lie. It's out there. <laughs> okay. Right? I love a good trashy novel, I will still read it, I'll roll my eyes sometimes but I love a good novel. I love watching people fall in love. It's my favorite. But the question Even I... Even though it's not really falling in love, but okay. Yeah, exactly. It's no just nice. Whatever. It's fun. It's nice. Fine. I have all of my real life for reality, Liz. Yes. I like all the candy floss, and that's not going to change. Comfort TV, as I was taught it was called. Okay. But how do we hardwire ourselves for the healthy relationships when all we've effectively been wired for are the toxic ones? The solution to it when we are in our karma... And we're living our destiny is to find the one. Well, yeah, a hundred percent. It's that all the mistakes I made led me to you. Every relationship was toxic until the most untoxic one came in and, and that's healed how all I my knew. toxicity. Yeah. And you know, one interaction, one relationship just heals us. And yes. as a side note, it is a hundred percent true. But it is not a relationship with another person, although it may be through relationships and many of them with yeah. other people. What happens when? we're in 5d what happens when we're not atta- like when we're not coming from a place of lack when we're not or coming karma. or karma or ego or fear we're just not coming from a place of i need you mm-hmm. or because it can get to a point where it's like well i don't need you so i don't need this mm-hmm. how do you have a relationship in 5d and not in that divine union way yeah. and not in the modern love way which was a little bit more human life that mm-hmm. was good yeah that, but in this part of the season which is all about practical reality Mm-hmm. How does one have a relationship? Well, the one word, just as we addressed sex with intimacy, the way we address relationships in 5D is detachment. So we've discussed detachment in various ways throughout our seasons, and I can't even remember what we explained. I think it was more the detachment is only possible when you're not in your karma. Detachment is not the same as let it go. And stuff like that, which is also, we've kind of discussed how toxic and dysfunctional those concepts can be, right? Yeah. When you're coming at it from a mental place, especially. So detachment's not quite like cutting, right? Which is kind of like, you've talked about that when you've discussed your issues with manifestation. Like, I'm going to cut this person out of my life because whatever they've done or... And I'm okay about it because I'm just so detached with the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. And and I know then that this is going to allow me to attract the right kind of person because I've cut this type of person. Well, it's bullshit because effectively you're not attached to the person, you're attached to the issue. So the next person is going to come along and then just going to reflect it back to you. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So literally that is literally, in case anyone was wondering and who hasn't read any of our books, the answer to why do I keep dating the same man with different faces is because you're dating your issue. You're not actually dating the person. 
Precisely. Very well said. So cutting them out ain't going to do jack shit. No. Why don't you look at what they're reflecting back at you and actually work on healing it? Because actually it might not be have anything to do with them and it most likely will have everything to do with you. If it carries an emotional charge, it's worth looking at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there's also the idea of like detachment surrendering, right? Mm. So I'm just going to allow whatever happens to happen and... It won't, you know, it's not going to necessarily be about me. It's just where the chips fall. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to just let it all unfold and like I'm okay with whatever outcome, which to be honest, I was definitely guilty about, guilty of a lot. I mm. called it allowing to try and make it sound a little bit <laughs> more powerful, but it was well, definitely there that. There is a level of allowing. Yeah, that's, yeah there is a, there is a level of it. But that there are times when you're not in control. I think we're not. control freaks. Yeah, 100%. You know? But also that idea of like, okay, well, I'm just going to put everything out there and just see what happens. And I just surrender to the universe. If I'm meant to meet someone, they will, I don't know, fall at my feet. Um, if yeah. this person's meant to be with me, no matter how I treat them, they'll still stick around. Yeah. You know, if this person, all that shit. I mean, yeah. I, mean I can keep, I mean, go on forever. It's not quite you're putting anything out there. You're just not doing anything. Yeah. The surrendering bit is, I've just decided to actually take myself out of the game. Yeah. Yeah, or I'm just decided to not interact with this game at all, but I'm somehow still there again, but I because surrender the outcome. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like you're still desiring it, but you're also not playing in it. So at the same time, you're kind of stuck in this even worse loop where yes, you exactly. aren't doing anything about your desires, but at the same time, you're allowing your desires to then haunt you because you don't really want to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And actually that can be, and you know, we spoke about this a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about that kind of like reanimation and kind of mm. putting ourselves back on yeah. our fate. Like that often happens around that time, I feel, where it's kind of like, I don't really want to play in this game anymore. But at the same time, all my desires and why I played the game in the first place still exist. Mm. So I'm just going to deny them yeah. instead because the game hurts more than not having it at all. And that's just bullshit because then you trap yourself into not having what you want and not doing anything about it. Yeah, exactly. So well done describing surrendering. I'm fantastic at describing all the real toxic parts of this. (laughs) You really are. You've really figured this out. (laughs) Whatever you need. Toxic relationships, cutting people out, (laughs) surrendering, (laughs) impotence when you want to come dating people. I'm there. I'm there. I've done it all. I've mastered it all. Okay. So let's see if you can get this. Well, hopefully once you master this stuff. Like, once I've mastered all of it, I don't need to revisit it. Yes. That's the goal, right? Yeah. That's healing, isn't Precisely. it? Precisely. So, Precisely. Uh, if I can you describe know it in it. 50 words or less, then I'm done with it. Exactly. And because you know it, know it, right? To your yeah. core, you understand it. Yeah. So detachment, it's a couple of things, right? It's the ability to take a step back to see the larger perspective, which we talk about is the spiritual spectrum perspective is the most expanded one you can take like for example you can hold the larger desire without actually like focusing on like the minutiae of it exactly yeah exactly or applying like all your old toxic expectations around it which is the harder bit to be honest because it's really rewiring shit that you've literally we really i mean do not know how to operate in this space no we don't we don't And and this is why we're trying to give people a general mainframe in which that you know to understand how they can approach it yeah well they have to create it themselves because they have to do it through right their their own behaviors and also every you're you're having a relationship and you're in it right so i'm not in your relationship i'm not in anyone's relationship so i can tell you how i'd like to conduct my own relationship how my own relationships work but that's not that might only 
work for the people in my relationships and also because relationships are effectively two energies merging Mm -hmm. so my relationship with one person will be entirely different with my relationship than another because we've merged our energies and Mm -hmm. we've merged our energies our energies again I could tell you about all my relationships the toxic ones will be very similar to stuff you've experienced (laughs) but the stuff that isn't toxic will be extremely unique to me right so you have the larger perspective yeah right but detachment is also allowing yourself so it's, it's also allowing ourselves to act not just experience, which is what we were kind of talking about in terms of surrendering. You're not acting, right? Mm. The act of surrendering is still not an act. Yeah. Without the threat of outcomes or expectations weighing us down. What would you do if you had nothing to lose? Yeah. When we were talking about my karmic undoing process, which we've really become like a phrase now. It's a great phrase. And I was talking about how to get out of my shit and to see I was good enough. I had to see I was good enough to make choices, whatever those choices were, which were giving myself permission to do what I wanted to do, Mm -hmm. right? That's effectively karma in 50 words or less and and, uh, effectively when you're making those choices you're doing them regardless of what happens next because you know that this is what you need to do you want to do you're giving yourself permission so Mm -hmm. I'm going to say how I feel regardless if it's reciprocated because I need to live with myself yeah and I won't be able to if I don't Mm -hmm. right I'm going to say yes to this experience because it excites me and I'm not going to worry so much about the outcomes or the consequences of saying yes to it. You know, I'm not going to worry about what happens next because it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So when you're in this place, you're also in higher consciousness. Yeah, so you're already right? kind and respectful and all the things. Yeah. We would, you're not yeah. going to do anything to hurt someone else on purpose because it's like hurting yourself. You're not acting out of pain. Right? You're not acting out of any sort of trauma. This is, you're not good enough story. This is, I'm in a whole new world mm. and I'm creating this world every day as yeah. I live and breathe. Yeah. So what is this other aspect of this human life that matters to me? Mm. And how do I do that from, how do I create that from a healthy place as in from a place that reflects my higher consciousness? Yeah. And it's relationship. It all matters to us. You know, we're human. Well, we're here for connection. We're here for connection. We're here for our relationships. There's What's no the way. What's the point otherwise? We are, we are not an island. No. You know, and so we don't get into higher consciousness and just, you know, own ourselves into like, oh yes, but my solitude matters more than anything now. And no. I can just go sit yeah. on a mountain. Well, now I found the connection with the divine. Yeah. And I don't need to connect with anyone fulfilled. else. I am fulfilled. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> true divine union is literally as you said two people right Right. so it's impossible to be fair it could be part of someone's purpose and fate to be alone and they really want that yes so you do it don't force yourself to do anything else no exactly don't do it to prove your devotion to the divine the divine is not asking for you to eschew and sacrifice and renunciate all these worldly pleasures so you can go and prove your worth no you might as well just go back to whence you came the divine (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But if we are here, again, for a human experience or just to live our lives in the best way possible, just sort of bring the divine to earth and come into the 5D Basically create the Garden of Eden on Earth, right? That's what 5D really is. Then relationships are still key to that. You know, we haven't evolved out of them yet and we're not going to anytime soon. Well, why would we? How fun is it? I mean, Otherwise, I'm not going to speak for 300 years from now. I don't know. I don't know. But I just kind of feel a little bit like if I was going to incarnate logically mm-hmm. onto a world where relationships weren't important why wouldn't I just incarnate onto a world where I'm the only person on that world <laughs> that go. would feel a lot more efficient yeah. <laughs> and natural I wouldn't have to like deal with relationships and then realize I don't want to deal with them anymore mm-hmm. for me anyway everyone's different but for me relationships are one of the most yeah. important things I have but life, they get, if not the most but they can get a bit weird 
It's so weird. Because you're pretty much skating on the edge of a knife when it comes to relationships and higher consciousness. Where it's like you, you're hardwired for the old toxic shit. Mm. You're trying to create something new. Most people around you aren't necessarily in that space yet either. So you're looking at, you know, or you're with the people who want to, right? Yeah, like you're all trying to create something new with each other, but you just don't really know how to do it. So you end up really fucking it up for everyone. <laughs> Been there. Yeah, exactly. So you're just like, where, 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 where do I go from here? No and idea. again, so when you're in the realm of consciousness growth. Mm. And you're aiming for detachment and you're aiming to find relationship of whatever kind. Key is to go back to the previous season, season eight, where we talked about the value of being a fuck up. Okay. So, you know, guidance's suggestion and advice was go wild. Oh, fine. Aim high. <laughs> they were like, go big or go home was, okay. the, was the advice. Okay. Which is, you know, whatever. I'm just going to put this out there. Okay. You know, and... Our this idea. sounds like fun. It is meant to be fun. Okay, it I'm is. getting excited for the know. first time in a while about this stuff. Sorry, well, I, I feel like I, we've just I done heard three, three I heard relationship episodes. I heard it now when I said for a while. I can see why you think that I get bored in the others. No, it's not. I heard it. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, you say that shit. And then like... like and then you're sad yes, inside. You <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I'm excited like in my life. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's really interesting. Because I just want to like, see everyone just having fun like this. Like, like, let's see how we connect. Yeah, well... Nothing's bad. Everything's good. Well, it is not quite like that, Rhea. Uh, That's not all of what we mean. Yes, fun is definitely one of the 5D values because you should be experiencing joy, right? Yeah. Ideally, 5D, joy, higher consciousness, they go hand in hand. Yeah. But you can understand, as you know, and you can attest to, you can also find dating and the whole oh, the method the opposite of joy, right? It's, it's a drag. But it's also it's just very strange. And I've, always, I've been thinking about this for like at least two plus years now. Mm-hmm. You're literally going on an app to swipe by pictures and then interview someone interview someone exactly for the role of most important person in my life <laughs> or one of <laughs> no 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 most important so yeah. you're going from that toxic place and then on top of that it's like so all these other people already in my life my friends my family all these great relationships i've got none of them will compare to the one i have with this person that i'm swiping for yeah it's illogical and in order for us to find out whether we're compatible for that we're going to go for coffee or we're going to go for <laughs> dinner <laughs> and then we're going to go on like three four dates of coffees and dinners and then i'm going to be devastated that it didn't work it's illogical it just makes no sense to me it just it's like when you look at it it's a bit like and my friend once said this to me when we were kids and she was like what's clubbing you're in a dark room with music on and everyone's just staring at each other sidestepping and i'm like oh my god she's so right what the fuck is clubbing and i'm really at that now i'm like what the fuck is dating <laughs> It makes no Everyone sense. Everyone in like a socially, dark room. <laughs> it's like socially accepted madness. It is. It really is. But you can see it because dating is a concept that, when mixed with karma, oh, it's perfect. Is, exactly, is what creates the madness. But it's also what creates the healing. So I'm all for it. Well, it could help lead to healing. Yeah, we're yeah, not creating yeah. healing through that. We are yeah. just somehow figuring we're it out. following our hearts. And in doing so, we're creating us, our own healing. Exactly. And that can be done where all the reflections of it the toxic It is a way, shit, yes, yes. Blah, blah. It can be done that way, yeah. When you, when you do that, like, you would do the thing that you wouldn't normally do, right? Or you, so, and, that's, and that's how you help break out of your hardwiring. Because 
you got to do the thing that you're, you know, it's, it's not necessarily a break the resistance, but the thing that you would normally do is often the thing that even if the outcome is a disaster, is a disaster, the fact that you've done and you've gone against your hardwiring helps break it down, break it down. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because my hardwiring, let's say when I was in my car, was always like, be extra safe, overthink everything, only choose the safest option mm-hmm. forever. And then when I started just following my heart, even the small stuff, or being remotely vulnerable. And when I say remotely vulnerable, it's saying things like, hello first. <laughs> like, my, my, my threshold for what was, like, safe and unsafe was just... I mean, it's comical now. It's yeah. comical now. I remember crying once when I sent a text message. Ironically, now that we know that was not intimacy anyway. But <laughs> exactly. I sent a text message saying how I kind of maybe felt potentially. Mm-hmm. I cried. Yeah. from how hard it was but Aww. it was me literally chipping away at my hardware yes so yes, it makes exactly. sense like so have the relationships you wouldn't normally yeah. have have them in the ways you wouldn't normally have them see what happens next exactly without again the the weight of the outcomes and expectations kind of pushing up against you which is interesting because obviously the one thing that sticks in my head when you say all that is time yeah which is the next episode. I know, that's which we're why. going to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the one thing that holds you back. Like, you know, outcomes, and the thing is, if you think about it, outcomes and expectations, if you're removing this idea of the one, but ideally, but you're still going for someone, mm-hmm. you know, maybe more long term. A long-term. person. <laughs> a person, more long term, maybe of desire to have a child, maybe a desire to cohabit, I don't know. But what stops us is, fine, maybe it won't work with this person, but it'll work with the next, or it could work with the next. Cool beans, yeah. you're detached on that side. You know, maybe but you're not really detached. You're still pinning it on the next person. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was yeah. like, maybe, let's see what Another happens Another one next. will come yeah. along, yeah. You know, so you are, like, you're not so detached on the relationship itself. No. But actually, the one thing that we definitely do kind of think about a lot is, well, what if I run out of time? Yeah. What if actually I don't get what I desire? Yeah. What if I just fuck up forever yeah. and find out all the things I don't like, which was effectively my experience and my karma. The fact that I, as Rhea, am able to name you and in 50 words or less, explain to you every single type of toxic relationship is because I fucking lived them all. Yeah. So for me, when I think, all right, well, I'm going to go fuck up, my initial thought would have been like, okay, I'll go fuck up and then experience all the different ways one can fuck up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That doesn't sound like fun either. First of all, when you're saying that, you're saying it from the memory of your karma. Yes. Which colors everything. And also that's what we're trying to hardware out of. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why, yes, it does take actually a bit of effort to do not necessarily the opposite, but at least different enough that we don't fall into the sort of same trap or the same patterns. Because it's effectively, that's really what we're trying to break ourselves out of. Because even when we're not governed by our egos or fear or karma, it's going to naturally be different. It may not be different enough, again, because some of that is the dating cultures in which we find ourselves because maybe we're living in urban cities. There's a safety in app dating. As -hmm. much as you really don't know what you're going to get, people turn up knowing that you're on a date, right? (laughs) (laughs) But when you're just getting to know someone and getting intimate with them, Mm-hmm. And you don't know where it's leading. All that uncertainty can be fucking scary. I mean, I guess this is a relationship because it's two people interacting. But what does that mean? It means what you make it to mean as opposed to what you think it's supposed to mean because of the established formula exactly. and expectations that we have been taught. Which clearly doesn't work. Otherwise, everyone who'd followed the formula would be very happily married forever. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's it's not something that ever worked. It was always just kind of a gamble. Why don't we just get to know the person actually, not get to know 
what they want us to see, not get to know what we think we're seeing, Mm -hmm. not get to know some fantasy or some timeline or some recipe for life that we don't quite measure up to, Mm -hmm. but, you know, hope that the souffle doesn't, you know, sink in the, in the oven or whatever. I'm not great with baking metaphors. You know what I mean? (laughs) I was going to say a souffle comes out differently every time, but is it a bit, it is. That's a good, that then that's a good metaphor because every relationship comes out differently every time. It really does. No matter the same ingredients. But the thing is like, so whether you're doing the same thing or you're doing something somewhat different, but not so different, like Mm. just incrementally different, you're never going to ensure a different outcome. You're just telling yourself, well, it's just different enough. And this is what I can manage. Fair. Yeah. And you can experiment with that. And as we said, things naturally change. So you might be doing something a little bit different and then you will have more balls to do more different, more different, more different, right? Mm-hmm. Like you do you at your speed, got to feel natural. Yeah. But at the same time, if things aren't changing, yeah. if you are getting the same results over and over again, maybe you're not different enough. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that we really aren't that comfortable with really stepping outside of, even if it's a bigger safety zone, right? Yeah. We really are not that comfortable even with one foot out of it, even post-karma. People have to understand that when we're talking about this, we really mean stepping fully outside of your comfort zone. And just really just seeing how you can connect with, with someone and yeah. experimenting. Yeah, can you, live, can you live in that space? Because even people in higher consciousness, you're just going to kind of go, your human nature is going to be, well, I'm just going to kind of pre- create a new bubble. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just going to be slightly different from my karmic bubble because I'm fearless now, which means I'm responsible for my own life and that's enough. I mean, yes, it, that's enough. You're not going to meet anyone in your bubble <clears throat> if your bubble's not getting bigger. Yeah. You're or if it's not going to look that different or if it's not yeah. so different. And when we're talking about doing things differently, I imagine it's, it's doing things like saying how you feel when normally you'd wait for the other person to. Mm-hmm. Or it's about coming from a place of just asking yourself, if I wasn't going to lose anything, what would I do? Mm-hmm. But often we don't even allow ourselves to think or acknowledge what we really want because mm-hmm. we stop ourselves because we fear the potential consequences. Or we also put so many high expectations on them. Well, I've done this really scary thing or I've gone so far out of my comfort zone. I must therefore be rewarded by this. Mm-hmm. So, Or I'm assuming it's going to fail. Like yeah. all of them, to be honest, everything all the time, all at once. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's really how it is. It's all of them at once. So mm-hmm. we're going and doing this action whilst expecting it either to go really amazing mm-hmm. or really terrible. But actually it wasn't that big in the first place because we were actually a bit scared of the whole thing. And that's what I mean about the fuck up. It can really look like anything. Yeah. Can I just do something I've never done before? But actually none of those were actually a fuck up if it got me to where I got to, right? right. Like, And that's kind of what I realized is that like I learned a lot. I learned a lot about my instincts. I learned a lot about how regardless of being put in the craziest situations, I could still keep myself safe. Mm-hmm. I learned how to trust myself in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. it, all, it all works out somewhere. But yeah, especially when it comes to relationships, can we just do something that hasn't been done before no, in I my mean, life. For the person who is always sitting back and waiting to be asked out, could you ask someone else? So for me, it was, well, then, you know what? I'm going to, I'm not going to like go for necessarily for the tall guy or for this guy. You know, I was just like, I'm not going to look for this particular feeling. I'm just going to be open mm. and present yeah. and see where it takes me. Right. Mm. I mean, that was my go big. Yeah. Right. Because that was actually, a, that ran completely counter to my usual approach. For some, it could be, you know, I'm always sitting around waiting for somebody to ask me out. But have I ever thought about just spending time with friends and making new friends? 
Because people also have to understand it's not just about finding a partner. It's also about other types of relationships. Yeah, when we and talk about healthy relationships, yes. This could actually translate into that. Yeah. You know, again, because of our karma, we're hardwired for the one. Yeah, but it's The one who's going to save it, but it's all relationships. Yeah. But it's the, you know, people, they work so hard at making themselves worthy to earn a quote-unquote partner, but then they, they neglect all the other relationships that mm. actually matter just as much, which is, you know, the friendships. That's what I'm saying about dating. And they, and they take all of that for granted. It's the, but these are just, you know, friendships are just whatever, mm. but it's the one I need to really be prepared for. And that's mm. why they pour all their efforts into these, those types of relationships and neglect their friends and then it's, wonder why their insanity, friends yeah. don't visit. Well, we work so hard, effectively, that is because we just feel and pour all of our karmic shit into that other person in that relationship. But when we really take a step back, our ability to form healthy relationships full stop, whether they be with a lover or a friend or addressing our family issues so we have more positive family dynamics, those all matter. And when we're in higher consciousness, they're all going to matter equally. But we haven't really ever experienced that socially we don't a lot of people don't have that no some will say oh you know i'm a really good friend i'm always like the people who think that they're great friends to others i'm like no you're probably not i think i'm a great friend usually i find that when people declare themselves really good friends there's an incredible imbalance i'm showing up for you all the time but then i complain that you don't show up for me but so i don't (laughs) think i'm a great friend in terms of like oh i'm i'm friend the verb Mm -hmm. i think i'm i'm a friend the noun yeah like oh You'd be, I'd be great to have as a friend. Okay. <laughs> That's what I mean. There you go. Okay. Would That's you fair. not agree? I would agree with you. Yes. I okay. would agree with you okay. when you Validate said, me. when you said it like Validate that. Me. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I think you're a great friend too. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. I don't know if I really am. I well, think I'm almost too honest to be most to to be a person's friend. Well, no, I mean it's, it's like okay. I mean I've been <laughs> like, your friend okay. for a while, but I mean so obviously everyone shifts everyone in their own ways. But like you know, every relationship is different. But yeah. for me, you know. I think you're a great friend. I, for a long time, you were the only person I could tell that who wouldn't judge me, mm. who'd encourage me to go do those crazy things and to be the fuck up. <laughs> and also who then could like wave her pension about be like, it's okay. Even though as discussed in a couple of episodes ago, 90% of the time it wasn't necessarily correct, fuck but off. it was fine. It was still fuck really off. cool. And, and even today when on my way here to record, I was thinking, oh my God, have fun. What are we going to talk about? So you know what? Like, yeah. Like, but then again, but when we're talking about healthy relationships in 5D, like that's, let's look at our relationship for a second. We work together. We're mm-hmm. actually friends, mm-hmm. you know, like there's lots of different aspects of our relationship. We don't not... necessarily have a ton in common, yet no. we still manage to come together and find common ground, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like actually the relationship we have does not fit into one box. No. Who are you? Are you my work wife? Are you my friend? Are you my business partner? Mm-hmm. Are you my collaboration Personally, mm-hmm. are you? I mean, who the fuck knows anymore? Yeah, you're just my Liz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Aww. we've like meshed in that way, right? I'm now, your it's okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> An so... end of episode, <laughs> and the end, <laughs> end of the seasons, <laughs> and they lived happily ever after. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, yeah, that's really beautiful. But until we can break open all that hard wiring, right? Mm. And just pull everything out and start fresh, as fresh as possible mm. in that kind of renewed space, right? Or a reanimated space. We're going to find ourselves just kind of repeating in like mm. old weird ways. But we do have, when we're in this space of higher consciousness, we have the capacity for new. We have the capacity for different. Mm. We just need to invite that, invite ourselves to just try. Because it's not going to be that simple. 
but it's worth it. Connection is inherent. From the moment we're born, we mm-hmm. connect. And easy and harmonious connections are our sweet spot. But it's just we've clouded them with so many rules and mind games. So really the one thing we have to free is our minds. The rest should just probably flow from there. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.